0: what's going on everybody welcome to the crypto brew show where we are drinking brews and talking about it it is august 8th 2018 and we are glad you are here we have a great episode for you so let's just go ahead and hop right into it oaks how you doing out there
1: man i'm great so i think we're just getting to that year the time of the year you know best beer in town but uh, you'll figure that more for beer of the week i'm great guys
0: I like it. I like it. Rowan, how you doing out there?
2: What up, crypto world? I'm drinking uh, a Grand Teton Brewing Session Ale. And this shape right here, that's a hoe. in, in Idaho, if you didn't know. Uh, hey, if you can guess where I'm at, comment below. We'll give you two Crypto Brew Crew points. Am, I'm commenting
0: on that. I don't even know where you're at, so I'll, I'll try and guess. And I am over here drinking the Great China Oktoberfest. Like Oak said, it is my favorite and his favorite time of the beer year, if you will. Must so it is absolutely delicious. All right, let's go ahead and jump right into the show here with our boring part. The information provided on the show does not constitute investment advice, financial advice, trading advice, or any other sort of advice. Crypto Bruce Show is for educational and entertainment purposes only. Conduct your own due diligence and consult your financial advisor before making any investment decisions. Alrighty, Hashtag Nafumu, not a financial advisor. My own opinions. You'll hear that plenty on the show. And, of course, hashtag BYOB. We clearly all did. Did you? Moving on to our say of the market I don't really want to do this, but We must. Uh, yeah. We must. Global market cap sitting at two hundred and twenty-two billion dollars. Twenty-four hour volume of fifteen point three billion dollars. And BTC dominance creeping up at forty-eight point eight eight percent. Number one sitting at the top. Bitcoin is sitting at sixty-three hundred dollars, down seventeen percent. Ethereum sitting at three hundred fifty-eight dollars, down fourteen point seven percent. Ripple XRP is at 33 cents down 23.86 percent and it just goes down the line like that not looking good guys but you know what it is what it is moving over to bit screener our gainers and losers i believe oaks what do you got for us over here is there any gainers right now
1: man so it looks like we all can't be losers uh which (laughs) is unfortunate that i wasn't in any of these gainers but we got dow sitting at uh, a 24% up on the 24 hour, uh, Doka Dimic at 18% up and then United Trader finishing that uh, top three 12% up for the day. Uh, and then we have our losers over here. We got Litecoin cash. Um, I've honestly never heard of that first time I'm hearing that but then new cash and Peercoin, and then our great losing friend coin dash is still here. So uh, just like uh, the entire market got a lot of losers.
0: Yeah, it's pretty interesting to see uh, BitCNY bit there on the gainers at five point six five percent. Uh that one's one of those stable esque coins. Um it's, I'm curious to know if you know a lot of people are pushing their funds over, panic selling into you know, stable coins. Uh pretty interesting there. But moving on to actually more interesting that it was just the the China version, the Chinese wan version or whatever that is, uh, than you know, USD, maybe, maybe the Chinese are the ones panic selling. I thought it was banned in China. What's going on? Anyway, state of the market, or not state of the market, heat map. Uh, you don't want to look at this. We're going <coughs> to go ahead and just keep on going here. all the, For all you listeners out there, it is all red. Oh my, all red. So let's just move on. We don't want to see this market news headliners our first headline today is v unveils unveils drug and vaccine traceability solution for over 30 million people hot dang 30 million this yes. is this is a uh, a great blockchain use case and i'm curious to know what you guys uh feel about this article so uh oaks what do you got
1: so just based off of the uh the the, just the title here unveils a drug and vaccine traceability solution. Uh, that's, I mean, that sounds awesome, right? I mean, just the ability to, you know, if they think, obviously they're not as free as we are here in America and, you know, you can be stupid and not vaccinate your children. You know, I'm not a professional, don't uh, take that as advice or, but whatever. Uh, I think it's great, um, especially if they can make it work on the blockchain. Just, you know, who has the vaccines, who don't uh and you know there's possibilities in the future where you know illnesses and airborne you know infections could could actually be really bad so um knowing who has it and it's easy to traceable
0: sounds pretty good to me yeah absolutely and uh i wonder if Rowan has a uh, thunderstorm over there because he gone (laughs) uh but uh so it's pretty interesting um i don't know if you mentioned but the the fact that Ven was invited by the Chinese government, I know we we talked a lot in the past about China banning crypto, just straight up, or banning at least the exchanges from doing business over there. Uh, what are your thoughts on them being invited by China and China kind of you know turning their ear to a, turning their leaf, you know, to a new new thing here?
1: I kind of see it as, you know, blockchain in and of itself is such a great technology. And that it's not really I mean, you can't deny that it is, a, it has an ability to do a job and especially when it comes to traceability, uh, traceability solutions, and it could be with anything you can, nothing can be edited. Once it's the transactions gone through once the thing has gone through, it it's not changeable. So at that point, you know, I think that they are realizing that the Yes, they may not like the cryptocurrencies because it's really hard to regulate because it's so new they understand that blockchain is a reliable asset that they can use
0: yeah absolutely and i think uh it's again great use case for blockchain like you said the immutability aspect the traceability aspect um, being able to just like bitcoin at the very first transaction ever in bitcoin history you can go straight back to that and trace every single transaction that has happened And that's just something that can be very useful in something like the drug and vaccine uh, space along with, you know, China has a notorious problem with dupes and fakes that uh, get brought out with whether it's purses or shoes or whatever. I mean, this can apply to those too, Um, not just drug and pharma. So I think it goes well beyond just that, Uh, but definitely be interesting. This is certainly something to keep in mind. So let's go ahead and uh, move on to our next article here. Looking past the stereotype to the frightening financial reality of millennials is America's biggest generation already a lost generation? Uh, what? Uh, what do? You, oh, you know what? Roan's back. Roan, what yeah. do you what do you think about the uh, millennials? Are they a lost genera-
2: generation? Oh, the millennials, my people, my people. Um, so I think millennials have. Uh, I think the odds are stacked against them because no other generation has been faced with um, the odds that we have. So let me give you an example. I live in an RV, so I have to have a specific type of truck to tow my RV. I had a landscaping business. I had to have a specific type of truck to do that, right? Well, guess how much a bottom of the line one of those is today. Bottom of the line, mind you. No, like Way ten too cranking much. Sure. doors. Fifty-five thousand dollars is the MSRP for that truck. That is insane. You can get a crappy house for that much. So, <laughs> I mean, the, the the odds are stacked against us. I mean, the, the and look look at college tuition, man. It's insane. You know, there's universities out there charging over fifty thousand dollars a year. So, and, and uh, you know, the chart, the article shows you that you know the uh pay has not gone up with inflation i mean it's just been flat especially for the middle class so i think millennials are at a disadvantage but i do think that crypto you know the millennials are kind of the crypto generation i mean crypto could it could be it. it could be could be the thing that uh pulls us out out of that misery i mean what
1: i think uh to that point of is you know is millennial the millennial generation the generation of crypto i think absolutely it is i think it's since its beginning in our you know age frame where we're, we're all like into technology and we do more research than my parents i have to sit down and have a conversation with my parents i'm like what is bitcoin actually like, why am why am i seeing this all the time or why do i need to know about it and it's like you don't have to know about it but if you want to be on the end it's just like at the beginning like if you could have gotten in at the beginning, like when Google started something, absolutely, these days right now you would get into it. So, is this Dude, the generation of nice. crypto? I think yes, it very much is the gener-
2: generation. Yeah, I'm of crypto. with you, man. I mean, I think agree. You
0: guys, you guys have some great points. I like the uh, statement here. No American generation since World War II has had a more distressed start to their professional years than millennials. And one of the other uh, things that stood out, millennials born in the 1980s are at risk of becoming a lost, quote unquote, a lost generation held back for a lifetime by unprecedented debt loads, wage stagnation, as you said, Roan, and the lingering scars of the global financial crisis. Um, you know, there you guys have you made great points. And I think I mean, yeah, I think crypto is going to be huge in the sense of at least it's given us the opportunity to get out of some of the stuff that we have been thrust into or that we put ourselves into by choice, by not choice. I mean, I think it's all about what you do. There's decisions that need to be made. You need to actually go out and do something about it rather than just sitting there. There are plenty of people that are just sit there and just say, Oh, Hey, we're, you know, we're the millennials, we got screwed and just not do anything about it. But I think that if you are in a crypto, you're starting to learn, you're trying to learn about blockchain, you're trying to learn about this technology, it is going to help. And that could easily make the millennial generation the crypto generation solely because of that. So
1: and I think I think the, I mean, the. What you, to your point on that is it's about breaking that social barrier of yeah I'm gonna go try and jump into this new thing like I'm not gonna do stocks or I mean obviously I, I still have I mean I still have my retirement fund in stocks but I'm not gonna just do the norm that you know Nancy next door is doing uh, I'm <laughs> Damn trying it, Nancy to
2: make, <laughs> I'm trying your, to do better you know get your, get your safe two percent.
1: That's right, man. It's like, yeah, the, man. and that's what it's like, is crypto the way out? For some people it could be. It's the way in for me, I'm not buying a house yet, but that might, that's my ultimate crypto goal is helping to, you know, put my down payment towards a house and try to live debt free. Um, so that is crypto the way out. I think it, to me, it's my way in.
0: Right, and I just wanted to say that, what you said, Ron there, the, the safe 2%, I mean, shit, with the way inflation's going, that ain't safe anymore. <laughs> no, it's not, man. Uh, so, all right, well, that's, uh, yeah, that's, that's that we'll, uh, we'll move on from here. Um, from the Toshi times, you better sit down. The NYSE owner just announced a Bitcoin venture with Starbucks and Microsoft big names. there, big players. What are your initial thoughts on the headline Oaks?
1: Man, big names. Okay, so Microsoft and Starbucks, if they do anything to integrate with Bitcoin would be amazing, you know? Um, You know, just if Starbucks was to accept Bitcoin to, you know, get a cup of coffee, that'd be amazing. And just, that would be nationwide. And I feel like that would start to have to branch out to your other fast casual, fast food, any other restaurant that happens. You have to get income wherever you can. And in the food industry right now, we are kind of just, we're we're not growing. A lot of people are seeing some minor percentages of going down and increasing profits. So and you have to accept profits however you can get them. And if Starbucks were to do this, they're really that, taking that next step like they have in all their social um, uh, issues. They try to take that next step forward. Um, and then Microsoft as well. Uh, if I could buy a computer with my crypto, man, I'd, I'm all for it.
0: You're, uh, you're not wrong there. And I uh, just want to clarify, um, because I told you just by the headline, what do you think? Uh, actually, Starbucks had to go out and clarify that they weren't actually going to accept Bitcoin for their Frappuccinos uh apparently i think that's a trademark so they're frappes. Order, order, order i think that's companies. trademarked by the other company they're they're, they're coffee. coffee smooth they're coffees smooth. um so uh yeah they're they're partnering uh with this venture backed b-a-k-k-t uh which is designed to serve as a scalable on-ramp for institutional merchant and consumer par- participation in digital assets by promoting greater efficiency, security, and utility. That is from Kelly Loeffler, the CEO of BACT. Um, but with that being said, Ron, what are your thoughts on this article?
2: Yeah, so I'm going to play the devil's advocate. Obviously, like obviously, this is good news because it, it does mean institutional money coming into crypto and Bitcoin, right? I mean, in the end, that's a good thing. That's what we want. Now, the bad things, the bad aspects of this are... So it's not going to be the Bitcoin that we all know and love, the decentralized Bitcoin, right? So they're actually building a kind of like sister network that is going to like follow the Bitcoin network, kind of like uh, the lightning network. And the way it's going to work is they are going to control this side network. So in in a way, it's not going to be the decentralized Bitcoin that the people control and, and whatnot, B-A-K-K-T backed is going to be controlling this. So while that's kind of, that kind of sucks. And that goes against, you know, the long-term, I don't know, desires, I guess, for, I guess, our generation. But at the same time, we got to have that institutional money, guys, we got to have, got to have building
1: blocks and starting points somewhere. So And Charlie, we can't hear you, but I'm assuming you're uh, saying,
2: yeah,
0: you believe it. Yeah, yeah, I am. Uh, I I think there's a fine line between uh, decentralization and scalability, and we have yet to figure out what that line, where that line is. Um, So we'll see what happens. But like you said, we need that institutional money to come in and feel confident when they come in. Um, one last thought on this, uh, Jeffrey Sprechter says Bitcoin would greatly simplify the movement of global money. It has the potential to become the world first worldwide currency. Oaks real quick. What are your thoughts on that uh, quote there?
1: I mean, just that quote alone, I mean, isn't, aren't all cryptocurrencies. I mean, it's not, you know, nobody said this is a world currency. Not all the countries have come together and say, this is a world currency, but it is a world currency. I can accept it from a man in China just as as I can give it to a person in Australia. So I already feel like it is. It's just not dubbed
2: the worldwide currency.
0: Right. Right. And uh, Rowan, what are your thoughts on that?
2: A hundred percent agree. Um, back to, I just want to make another comment on the institutional money. Yeah. Um, think of it as the institutional money as Viagra, right? <laughs> like Bitcoin already works. It already okay. works stout it does its thing right (laughs) i'm in but to get to the next level get to that next level you got to have the institutional money you got to have viagra and then you have a firm steady bitcoin so wait and then so you're telling me that we need that
0: viagra for all the old people to get in on there you go
2: right <laughs> there you go <laughs> all right Damn,
0: you stole the words right out of that's <laughs> that's how, that's how I, you pull them in man I, I like i like the way you think i like the way you think all right well, we'll leave that there moving on to our next topic here capitulation vitalik buterin calls the bottom is the cryptocurrency bear market nearing an end that is a uh, quite the headline there seeing as where the market is sitting right now um, is it is it the end? Is this the bottom? What are your
2: thoughts? Let's start with Roan here. Nafamu, first of all. These <laughs> are my thoughts, my opinions. Um, so if you go and look at the graph for Bitcoin or the overall market cap, either way, there's an obvious bubble, right? And the, the levels that we're at now are kind of coming full circle to where we should be On on that regular slope, right? So, I mean, I I tend to agree, but at the same time, man, people got burned so bad in December and January because of all the, all the crap that went down in the market. So, I think it's going to be a lot harder this time around to get people to to jump back into it. I think it's going to we're looking at a lot longer process to get to build that uh, global cap back up.
0: Right. No, you're you're absolutely right there. Uh, There's a pretty interesting uh, issue here. Not issue, but tweet from Ryan Nooner uh, talking about an ICO that he doesn't name who raised $30 million with a solid roadmap, and they raised it when ETH was sitting at $1,200. And then they apparently recently panic-sold the remaining ETH because of how the market is going, and all they have is $4 million left. I don't. That's pretty crazy to me. Even the even the supposed smart business people out there that are trying to innovate and create are not making the best decisions. How are we supposed to make the best decisions? Oh, that Oaks.
2: was stupid of them not to cash that out. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, you're I mean at right.
1: beginning uh, at the end of the day, you're an ICO, and I get there's some fud surrounding all that uh, with people not liking the fact that they could just up and leap with your money. But yes, I, I agree with what Ron said is very stupid of them to not have at least taken a major portion of that, pulled it out in order to, you know, capitalize on that money, and start really pushing through their white paper, getting everything out and like, you know, hiring people funding their project, like legitimately funding their project, uh, because it's too difficult right now to get ETH and Bitcoin and get it as capital for your company to pay people so it just to me wasn't a very good idea to, to kept it all that time and two wasn't a very good idea to a panic sold uh they they definitely don't have a very good brain trust and whoever whoever uh went in on this white paper i sure hope it hit a you know hit it a, an exchange and you got something out of it but yeah, I mean hey,
0: you still got you still got four million dollars. I mean I guess but they could I guess they could take some notes from uh Ten X and Julian Hosp. Uh when we were in that bull run, he had plenty of videos out there that were that stated that Ten X had cashed out enough money to where if the market did turn that they would be just fine for plenty of years to come. So clearly they need to take some pointers um from some of the more relevant names in the space. Um, But just real quick, I know that our our listeners can't see this graph, um, but it's pretty interesting. The web searches for Bitcoin, Coinbase, and cryptocurrency on Google, there is a clear uptrend when we started going up in price around October, November, December of last year. And we have kind of went up and tailed right off to where we were before that so kind of goes hand in hand with maybe what vitalik is saying in the sense of he says is anyone surprised we're at the tail end of a crypto bubble so i'm gonna ask you this last question are we at the tail end oaks
1: uh i think it's too um that's too rough of a question to know you know for anybody it's just too volatile and yes history repeats itself so will we go below where we were Chances are, most likely not. Uh, Nafamu, I do think we might be close to the tail. I I, think we are close to the end. So, yes, to the tail end. Are we out of it? I don't think so. But hopefully, for my portfolio, yes, we are at the tail end.
0: <laughs> and then, uh, shall I coin the phrase, Roan, what is your Nafamu?
2: Uh, yes, we're at the tail end. All right, good to
0: know. Uh, I am going to go on the the hopium that we are. However, I know people can be stupid, aka like the ICO, whatever we were talking about, and people get scared. And I mean, if I bought at the top and I'm seeing it now, I mean, at this point, one, don't ever invest more than you are willing to lose, so there's that, but like... W- why sell it now if you believe in the space just huddle it up if you're that far down there's no harm in just holding it and letting it ride again hashtag nafimu but
2: yes and if you're a millennial just go get a third job
0: (laughs) that's right man start
1: freelancing you got your fourth job after that man
0: (laughs) you can sleep when you're dead there you go there you go hashtag millennials all right Moving on to our next one here. A U.S. state is introducing smartphone voting. And, of course, it is on the blockchain. This one comes from courts.com. And this is another great use case for the blockchain, I think. That's my opinion there. Um, They are coming out uh, with votes. V-O-A-T-Z, a A Boston-based blockchain startup, is coming out with a way to vote on your smartphone roan what are your thoughts on this
2: this is freaking awesome man this is what blockchain is supposed to do for us you know so this i man you know and i don't know about all the russian stuff or whatever i, I really don't watch the news or read anything about uh what the what the big media throws millennial. Out. yeah right but um i mean either way no matter how you slice this Putting voting on the blockchain means it, it cannot be manipulated. It cannot be corrupted. Everything is validated. Um, so, like the civic beer machine that validates your who you are before you buy a beer in the vending machine, this is the same concept. It validates exactly who you are before it casts your vote. This is safer. This is safer, if you ask me, than the uh, old old lady in the place scooting around in her deal taking your voting card and all that stuff
0: yep and uh i mean as you pointed out there i mean it certainly i mean it it makes everything computerized in the sense you don't have to worry about ballots getting lost or anything and i mean i don't know it's pretty interesting that kevin here on our our thing says on twitter this is gonna backfire west virginia are moving to mobile phone vo- Voting for this midterm election software is a blockchain voting system. He said. he's very yeah, against that. That
2: guy's still rocking a, that guy's still rocking a Motorola razor. Then yeah,
0: Maybe so. Maybe so. Uh, Oaks, what are, you, what are your thoughts on uh, mobile voting and will it backfire?
1: So to me, v- mobile voting, I feel like, again, just like the vaccination thing that we uh, saw at the previous one was it's it's on the blockchain. You can't, it's, it's it's immutable. You can't change it. Once you've submitted it, it's done. You, you know, you wouldn't have the shit that's going on with uh, Russia and voter fraud and all that kind of stuff. So I think, I believe that if this goes correctly and if they, they nail it um, down, I believe this is a really great thing because whenever we have U S citizens, troops that are fighting, you know, in another country, it, the, the ability for them to be able to vote is so archaic and there's so many hoops you have to jump through in order to be able to vote abroad that this just like it can verify who you are on your phone right then and there. And you could probably send that, you send that vote and you're good. You don't have to wait the two weeks to get verified. And then maybe you miss the voting. Like, so I think it's great. Um, but will it backfire? It has the potential to backfire. I think it, hopefully they're not too soon. Um, in allowing a state to say see. yes, we're going to do this, but I'm, I have faith in the fact that they think that it's not too soon.
0: I think that was a... I... go ahead, Ron.
2: I, I will say that the weakness that I could potentially see in this, and I don't know, I don't know anything about the technology. It runs on facial recognition as opposed to, like, you know, they had a database of everybody like say driver's license number, whatever, whatever identification they want to use. And mix that with, with the facial recognition. That way you have like, you know, checks and balances on that person's identity instead of just relying on a facial recognition technology, which I'm sure you could fool if you want if you really wanted to.
1: Yeah, it would definitely have to be like a three like the phone would have to know it's a three D imaging, not just like using a picture. Or Anything like that that I've seen people be able to unlock their iPhones with right?
0: So, I mean, I'm sure they got plenty of kinks to work out there um, But it's definitely a very intriguing and very exciting use case for blockchain and I really hope that they could figure it out because I for just ease of use. I want to vote on my phone. I don't want to have to go to some library or school Let's go. Come on votes
1: Get oh, dude you're, dude, you're damn right. I want to vote for my couch drinking get, a beer doing the Crypto Perus show.
0: Hell yeah, let's go. All right, quickly, quickly, let's go ahead and go to our last article here. It is, for Wall Street, Bitcoin ETF decision could answer the $1 billion question. And we know now, uh, recently, the SolidX and Vanek ETF was pushed back to September 30th. Um, but besides it being pushed back, um, I know everyone's been talking about ETFs, so real quickly, um, what are your thoughts on, I mean, the Vanic being an insured ETF and, you know, the, all this SEC mumbo jumbo about them pushing back, pushing back. Do you think they're playing games or do you think they're legitimately pushing it back so that way they have more time to look into it? Or are they just pushing it back because they want to just decline it at the end and string us all along? What are your thoughts, folks?
1: I honestly think they're pushing it back because they have all the power in the world to just say no, just like they did with um, um, what was the Internet stuff that uh, just I don't know. So I, they have all the power to just say no, you know, and they, they've shown that they will just say no. And I think I think there's been enough people say, you know, hey, look at this, like truly look at this. They've already said no to mo- some before. So I, I hope I'm 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 putting my faith in my government, which I probably shouldn't do because I'm a millennial, uh, <laughs> and just really look it over, man, and just see what this can offer. And it's such a good thing for I mean for the crypto space, maybe not for them, but I think I think they truly are pushing it back to maybe research a little more uh, and actually get the facts on things instead of just reading headlines.
0: I uh, hope you're right there, and uh, Rowan, I'm gonna make you go quickly, but I know you could talk a lot about this and uh, your thoughts yeah. but go
2: ahead super quick uh etf whatever it is is gonna be awesome for bitcoin right now this etf is freaking bullshit because the minimum buy-in is two hundred thousand dollars so if you're rich guess what you get to become richer if you're not rich if you're a millennial guess what back down to the bottom you go <laughs> but if you're if you're in bitcoin then then already then Nafamu. but you know this is going to help the the crypto markets
0: yep i 100 uh, 10% agree with that all right well that was our headlines uh for the week hope you enjoyed those we're gonna jump right into our like i said before and oak said it's our favorite time of the beer year october is here China, one of the uh, first ones, as far as I know, at least in Texas, uh, has come out with their Oktoberfest Marzen-style beer. And, oh, man, is it delicious. It says, our festive Marzen-style ale uses traditional German malts for a rich flavor and a dry, moderately hoppy finish made for stein-raising, polka-dancing, and pretzel-scarfing and hot damn i heard that oaks and i will join you here this is gonna be weird but i'm gonna do it boom boom let's go
1: man there's nothing like oktoberfest beer i am just a fiend for it i am unfortunately lived most of my adult life not drinking oktoberfest beer and about two years ago, I um, started drinking it and changed my life. And now I am a man. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy about that.
2: <laughs> I, uh, Dude, your, I beard. your beard like noticeably came in better. <laughs> yeah, I you know. It just it,
0: it. it just came <laughs> in, man. Yep, absolutely. And I know uh, Blue Moon actually came out with their Harvest Pumpkin. Only six packs, though. China was sitting there with their 12 and... Well, maybe we'll have a uh, blue moon as beer of the week here coming up, but hot dang, let's go. Fall is here in That's August. Cool. All right. Question of the week. Question of last week. We have, what will market cap be by next week? Um, I mean, according to everybody, I thought I was optimistic. Apparently, everybody was optimistic uh, because we were sitting at market cap of $223 billion. Uh the closest to that mark was Roan, and even then he was still 41 billion
2: dollars yeah. off. This so is No time to celebrate. <laughs> that
1: is a that
2: that is not an Oktoberfest beer right there. That's <laughs> like a sour. beer, One, one of those nasty ones. It's yeah. a raspberry sour
1: right there.
0: There you go. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> well, regardless of what it is, it is still yours for this week, so congratulations, sir. <laughs> all right moving on to our question of this week not including bitcoin since uh we're all going down the tankerino in the top six coins again not including bitcoin which will have the best week what do you think oaks
1: um i'm gonna go with oh uh i'm on the spot here uh, ethereum i should have thought about that before the show i'm just gonna go with ethereum um, I think they're going to come out with some news. I don't know what it is. I don't know what kind of news they could come out with, but we're going to go with Ethereum.
0: Okay. All right. Ron. what do you think?
2: Give me. I, I hate that I'm saying this, but give me Bitcoin Cash. Oh, I, I literally thought you were going
1: to Ripple. I was about to just reach oh, the, hell just no. right and smack you. That's,
2: that's not even that's not even a real crypto. <laughs> Wow, Shit
1: corn.
2: we talked about that in an
0: earlier episode uh, back when, so check that out. I'm going to go ahead. In the spirit of competition, I will say something completely different. I'm going to go with Stellar. Number
2: six, let's go Ooh, I, I thought you were going to say Cardano. Oh, no, Cardano's not top Cardano's six. Cardano's
0: top right. eight, unfortunately. Otherwise, I would yeah. have. Um, but that is our answers. Let us know your answer in the comments down below, and we will showcase some of those and see who was right and that is pretty much all for the show guys this week oaks do you have any last minute comments
1: oktoberfest is the best beer alive
0: i like that i will i will cheers to that my friend
2: Roan, what are you last minute comments yeah. um yeah. guys thanks for tuning in anybody that comments by the way i'm gonna give you two crypto brew show points
0: Hot dang, I don't even have any crypto brew show points. I <laughs>
2: got right. a lot of virtual beer
0: though. Hey, hey I'll, I'll drink them. I'm drunk on virtual beers. All right, guys, that has been the crypto brew show. Thanks for watching. Like and subscribe for more show. We will see you next week. Cheers. Peace.
1: Later, guys.